0: believe that if that was seen, that couldn't be knocked off. I mean, it's not a big effort to, uh, it's sort of like acceptance. It's like, here you're in this room, and uh, everything is just as it is, and acceptance only demands that, is to recognize what's actually so right now, yeah? But for many of us, it seems incredibly hard. It seems like a giant spiritual leap to get to acceptance. But acceptance is like, I don't want anyone who isn't here to be here, and I don't want anyone who is here not to be here. Yeah? I don't. nothing has to change for anything to be okay. This is totally fine. Yeah? That's called acceptance, in a way. So this idea of accepting something is really the work. Yeah? Because you've made it... It's really a lot of work to want to have someone who isn't here be here, yeah? It really is. You can't conjure them up. You don't have the power or her up. So you're thinking, I really wish, I really wish the or someone was here, but they're not here. The easiest off the path is just a recognition they're not here, yeah? Then, oh, if they were only here, they should have been here, and what if they were here? No, all that is just fucking insane, insane thought, you know? What ifs, what could have been, what should have been. It's, it's all ways to dance around the inevitable fact of what is. And that's what the mental process, the conditional mind, doesn't want to accept. It doesn't want to accept what is. It, want to make, it wants to make it what isn't, by a lot of times entertaining the past and the future. Yeah? So this statement in the in the course, I really like it, I hope I don't lose this thing, It says... So that he' talked about that holy instant, so it says, your difficulty with the holy instant arises from your fixed conviction that you are not worthy of it. Yeah. Your head doesn't believe your head, my head, let's say the head, the head believes it has to do something to first become okay to accept what's going on, yeah. In other words, what's going on is really all about me, yeah? So here it says, very simple, your difficulty with the holy instant arises from your fixed conviction, which is like an old idea in recovery, which in AA it says, unless you let go of all your old ideas, the result's going to be nil, you know what I mean? This, I would say, is a whopping old idea, that somehow <laughs> there's something inherently wrong with you that has to be purified or fixed, or prepared to be ready to receive this holy moment, you know, or just say the dog shit moment, you know. <laughs> so the moment's condition is based on your condition, and if your condition is derived from a mental take, your condition is incredibly erratic. Yeah, it's insane. So here it says oh, for, for the new people who just arrived, I'm quoting a little bit out of the big out of the Course of Miracles. To me, sometimes it's like an extension of the big book of recovery, really. It really is. It says, uh, and you know, in The Course in Miracles, they use this term, holy instant, basically to talk about now, you know. This, uh, this vibrating, electric, conscious, aware event, you know, being on. So he called it the holy instant. So he's talking, about our, he's talking about this situation. He says, your difficulty... With the holy instant arises from your fixed conviction that you are not worthy of it. And what is this but the determination to be as you would make yourself be? Bingo. (laughs) This is the essence of what we call at AA, playing God, in my view. Playing God. And it's so important in the, before the third step which is the all encompassing solution in recovery surrendering your will and your life over to the care of something greater than yourself it says first you gotta quit playing God <laughs> in this way this is a perfect example of it yeah it says and what is this this, this fixed conviction that you're not worthy of being okay right now you haven't done enough, or you've omitted things you should have done. Yeah, usually based on what you know. His, yesterday, or I didn't do enough. Or like my some people I know who have who are married, who are married, and then they got divorced. They had kids. Now their relationship with their kids is a lot of times based on guilt. They didn't feel like they were a good parent, and the kids sense that, and they just run there. They just run right over the person. Yeah because they, the mind sees a little advantage takes the advantage yeah? because the person feels guilty that they weren't enough then therefore their mind's overcompensating and they're being overly enough now yeah so here it goes from what your fixed conviction that you are not worthy of it and what is this but the determination your, your conditional mind is determined to make itself into something instead of realizing the essence of it is nothing. Yeah. Your determination to be as you would make yourself. God did not create His dwelling place unworthy of Him. Voila. Yeah. If you don't get caught in the semantics, it's just the you know it's the energy of it all. So it says God did not create His dwelling place unworthy of Him, and if you believe He cannot enter where He will to be, you must be interfering with His will. You must be playing God, yeah? <laughs> so you have been wrong in thinking that it is needful to prepare yourself for Him. It is impossible to make arrogant preparations for holiness and not believe that it is up to you to establish the conditions for peace. That's a big statement. Not what I really like. Yeah, it's another way of describing what we try to share all the time. A simple way would be in the, one of the Zen treaties, it says, you can't use still, you can't use uh, activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Yeah. So, you can't prepare yourself to be ready for what you already are. You're playing God yeah you believe that what you think you are, what you've made yourself seem to be, is what's so, and in that you need to be different. you need to prepare, you need to purify, you need a lot of freaking work. if you just judge yourself as the thinker all day, there's a lot of bad thoughts you thought today, yeah like when I'm in the water my head's telling me I don't like these These people are too close to me and I'm not loving and kind all day in the water I'm like fucking competitive I want, yeah, I want to get away from them and they keep moving to where I am you know seemingly yeah listen if the whole point is am I going to go in there and try to work on the thought system why not just entertain it's not your thought system maybe that would be the backdoor easier way that's how it worked with me yeah. I was introduced to all this information, and I entertained it for a few years, like four or five years I was involved with it all. And yet, what was revealed to me, there's an easier, softer sort of way, at least for me. And that is, I'm not the thinker. If I'm not the thinker of all these thoughts that are telling me I'm something other than I am, that are reproducing a sense of being different, and that difference needs to change to be okay with this moment, how can I receive what this is? Of, that this is it just causes me to feel more and more guilty about what I've done and what I have what I what I haven't done. Yeah, I'm never going to be enough in my own little uh, measuring stick. Yeah, but what would happen if you're not the thinker of the thoughts? Then it wouldn't be so much about what the thoughts are about, but who they're about. And they're not about you. I bet you you'll lose interest in the thought system. Yeah. The thought system if it's talking to you while you're in the water, it won't make you feel dry. Yeah. The thought system if it's talking to you on a beautiful day, it's not going to make the day seem sucky. Yeah, it's not going to have the power to influence you because it's your your cohesion with it, your culpability with it that causes it to do what it does. It's just the thoughts just facilitate an intention of the mental condition to produce a feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. The thought system has been co-opted, it has been claimed, it's been hijacked, and it has an, it has an, an agenda you may not be aware of, and that agenda is, is to offer a possibility to the mind that's impossible, that it's something, a long-lasting something, yeah? a physical entity, a physical mental hybrid, or whatever you want to call it, but other, than, as long as it doesn't sense that it's the spirit, it will definitely entertain. I can become spiritual as this mental, physical hybrid. But it won't entertain that it's just spirit. It's always going to be relevant, It's always going to be framed and and interpreted from this preconceived idea that I'm the thinker, I'm the feeler, I'm the doer, I'm the haver. Yes, isn't that making something? Isn't that making what is the, the 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 conduit of this moment, making that conduit, let's say, not worthy of that moment to move through? And therefore, if that's the case, if I'm feeling not worthy of this moment, I'm gonna try to avoid it at all with all 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 the mind's power is gonna try to avoid this moment. What? how does it do it? It preoccupies in the past and the future. Yeah? It's just just not a habit. There's a purpose to it going into the past and the future all day. You need to be remembered as what you're not. What you are doesn't need to be remembered. It is. Yeah? It is like a living pulse. What you're not has to be remembered. And how does it get remembered? It's thought about. I think about my life, and when I picture me, I picture me as a body, and I think about me five years ago in Thailand yeah I think about me then and I feel about I feel me now when I think about that then I'm thinking what's going to happen to me when I'm seven years old you know what I mean is anyone going to take care of me blah 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 blah. and now so now I'm remembering myself by thinking myself about the self in the future but where do I remember it not in the future or the past now yeah I I can't remember it now without there and then yeah without there and then you'd be like when you were a kid you were, when I was playing I wasn't worried Will i be playing next week I had no idea of time yet so I was just playing I played with 13 soldiers underneath an apple tree with Wayne Griffith for like 3 years every day you know plastics just played all day every day Mother calling, get some food, Wayne would go home, back the next day, basically doing basically the same thing. Yeah. But the fact it's sort of like a Labrador. If you go to the beach, you throw the ball, the first time the Labrador is really happy and this the eight hundredth time it's happy as hell. You know what I okay. mean? It doesn't get bored, oh I've done this. You know what I mean? Or a like little baby walks in here and they go, Woo! And the baby goes, Ah! If you did it thirty times, it would go ah But an adult, oh, I've seen that. You know what I mean? Let's get on with it. I've got important things to think about. What's going to happen to me and what did happen to me? (laughs) So I could be the me that I'm really worried that all those things happening to. (laughs) So your head, I would say, has an idea that you're not alright inherently yeah And if you believe that old idea, it produces a difference between heaven and hell in a way. It's a that little gap it's like a, it's like the door cracks and then its it's kicked wide open and then the mind just runs with it. yeah as long as I thought I was this, I would never, I would never truly allow and embrace what is, because I didn't think I was enough. Yeah, I have a large resume of all the shitty things I've done, all the things I could have done better and I didn't. If I thought I was this, the urban renewal project of my life would still be continuing. My mind would be going over the plans, thinking additions: how to have a window there. Da da da. It would be never ending. It's like a, it's like a. You ever see when you, you get in your anhole and then suddenly they all come out and they're all fucking checking everything? It's like it's like a Petri dish for your mind, your conditional mind to think. Tons of stuff all day, just thinking, thinking, all related about you. Yeah? What would happen that you that's the object of all those thoughts and is also thrust into the position of being the thinker of all those thoughts, was it you? I found out I lost interest in the thoughts. And I lost interest in the feelings. I didn't lose the experience of feelings, but I lost interest into the with the feelings. Because what my interest was, how it was rooted in or like wired into the feelings was through my, they're my feelings. And I shouldn't be feeling like this. Yeah, That's where the connection was broken. The mind, I lost interest in the mind. Now feelings occur, thoughts occur, stuff... All this stuff occurs, but I have a, I'm have rooted in what's obviously the only thing there is, which is now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean it doesn't seem... It seems like so minuscule, but it's huge. Yeah. It's huge just to be here this Saturday in Marin City. Yeah. You would never be able to to work yourself into this position, because you have no way to imagine what it would be like. The only way you know it is when you find out about it. So, something changes, and then those changes, the mind changes, and then those, the mind changing reverberates through your behavior, through your attitudes and outlooks, through your the way you travel here, and then you know the tree somewhat by the fruit. You see Jesus Christ, you know. I mean, I don't work at all to be in the moment. Not one second. Not one second in my day is spent trying to get into a moment I can't be out of. It's unbelievable. And there's not one second I'm trying to get out of what I can't be in. That's the whole difference. Before, I was trying to get into what I can't be out of, and I was trying to get out of what I couldn't be in. (laughs) It was such a minor correction... But that minor correction has reverberated every freaking minute of every day for for many years now. So that minor... See, at the the point of, let's say, beginning where this thing unfurls like a flag in time, the correction is so minor because it hasn't picked up speed yet. Yeah? It hasn't had... It hasn't progressed through time to manifest all these mutated little variations. So the correction is so minor because it's right at the point where the, what, what was impossible was starting to be taken to be possible. It, that's where the correction is. Yeah? The correction is so minor, but when this correction is in place, then that was sort of like the right direction is set. So now, some, let's say if you, you walk 14,000 steps, but the first step was wrong, you're not going anywhere close to any fucking destination, yeah? No, and if you double the 40,000 steps, it's not going to change the fact that you're going wrong. The first step would set the direction, yeah? Or in Buddhism, they talk about the Eightfold Path. The first part of the Eightfold Path is right view, and then right livelihood, right understanding, right meditation. But the right that isn't produced by the meditation, or well, they would have said the first one was right meditation, and then the view would be the right view being produced by this activity. No, the right views first. And then it infuses the rightness into the activities. Yes. Many of us have tried to use activity to get the stillness, but it only produces more activity. Right view migrates into right understanding, right livelihood. Yes? Right meditation, right, 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 not meaning right. Not mean right and compared to wrong, but it's an aligned with what they call endowed the way, Yeah, you know? Not your way, not my way, the way. So the right view. It doesn't say meditate, act, understand, and then that produces the right view. It puts the right view first. So when mind changes, everything changes. If you're attempting to change mind, yeah, through activity, you may not do that. Yeah? You may just change, you may, you may produce another mental state, but it's not radically going to change. But when mind changes, everything changes. Yeah? So this is why we do this. It's a simple invitation, simple entertaining, a simple possibility. If the mind's open, if the, if the, let's say, the ground is fertile, and who's one who's to say because there's no need for purification I believe the ground is fertile no matter what then when the seed hits it it may get in and that's it like Ramana Maharshi this great master described it as hey your head is in the tiger's mouth already bro it's over you know what I mean <laughs> or in the course it says it's already none of this ever happened <laughs> you, can, you don't have to try to get out of something that hasn't happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> what? so your your release is immediate because there was no bondage yeah so there was no it didn't take any time to be freed from a bondage because there's no bondage to be freed from that's the real freedom the other freedom is like in recovery they say a new freedom and a new happiness I would say this aligns itself with the new I- new freedom idea the new freedom is hey I was never bound yeah <laughs> <laughs> therefore I never was I never will be and I can't be now the only way it can the only thing it can do is it can seem to be so for me because that's the power of mind mind can make but it cannot create yeah so the mental condition of mind makes it makes this idea that you have something and that something isn't fucking enough yeah So, before you enjoy the fruits of this moment, you've got to purify, you've got to prepare, you've got to control the the cat herd up there, you've got to do this. All of that, to me, is just the act of playing God. You're putting a stipulation on what is freely authored right now. You're the stipulation. There's no requirement from this moment. What are your papers checked any moment you go into? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there a, like a fucking customs agent? Let me see what's in your bed. Guilt, shame, you didn't do enough. No, you can't come in. Oh, oh, come on in, you can do it really good. Yes, you smell of incense, the petroleum oil. Come on in, yeah. No, it's all, it's on our side. We're playing God. And the thing that's playing God isn't us. If it's you, you'll try to stop playing God, and that's another form of playing God. If it isn't you, you'll realize there's no playing God. You'll realize, in a sense, you're the God that it's using your own God use to play with. It's just a freaking mental process that's capturing all of your attention and interest, and now it's putting it where it wants to put it. Yeah. It's like your interest and attention's been enslaved to this freaking old idea of all. You know what I mean? Uh, you must get bored of it yourself. I mean, look at how many times you're bored of Steve and Mary and Jane and Joe who <laughs> so they're talking about what's not happening. I mean, geez, how are you gonna where's there a solution? What are you gonna say to someone who's flipping out about something that's not happening? What can you do? Maybe say, hey, it's not happening. (laughs) But that doesn't usually work, so get busy, do some service, so that you'll easily, it's easy to forget what's not happening. Because it's not happening, yeah? And then you realize, the only way this is having an influence on me is I'm remembering what's not happening. So you get busy, you do service, what happens is you forget what wasn't happening. It's not like you have to stop it from being what it is. It's nothing. It's not being... Two weeks from now it isn't happening. <laughs> oh, I'm having such a hard time with next week. Oh, what? How can you have a hard time with something that isn't happening? You're not having a hard time with it. You're having a hard time with the thoughts about you in next week. And I would say the root of that is the you, not the week, not the thoughts, but the you. Yeah. You is like the magnet that the thoughts go to. Yeah. If it's going to be about you in the future... ...your thoughts have enough propulsion to go there... ...surround it... ...and obsess over it... ...which what does it do? It makes you seemingly not here... ...but you're here... ...so no matter how good the seemingly is... ...the solution is the exact same... ...you're here... ...if it's a little bit seemingly... ...and that means it appears to be true or false to you... ...if it's a little bit appearing to be true or false to you... ...or let's say true to you... ...what's false then what the answer is, boom. You know, it's only seemingly so. It's not so, yeah? If it's really seemingly so, the same solution. Yeah? No matter, it's, it has nothing to do with degrees of seeming. Yeah? An illusion, in a sense, is an illusion. It, there's, there's, not, there's not, like, a more real illusion and a less real illusion. It's an illusion, yeah? And how is that illusion appearing to be real? By the audience. You and I give the meaning to the movie. The movie sucks in some ways, but it's the audience that makes it seem so fucking real. How could something... If if something happened to you and your mind shifted, you would see the unreality of this place. How could that possibly be so, unless you were real? And then, how could something that isn't real appear to be so real, Unless it was appearing to to, to what's real, yeah? Unless I'm giving it the meaning of being as real as real can be. Where could it get that meaning? If it's unreal, it can't get it from itself. It must be getting it from what's real. And I must be giving it over, yeah? How can something seem real that isn't real? It must be seeming real to something that is real. You and I. Not the state, Israel, but you and I. Yeah? Something that isn't so, for it to have a sense or almost have the ability to produce an effect, yeah? It must be given that quote-unquote sense of reality by what's real. Not Paul as a body, but the mind, yeah? Yeah? The mind is the only thing that's real, and in this event, it can make something seem to be so by believing certain things. The one thing is that you're a long-lasting independent entity. So if you believe you're the dreamt object, then everything that you're dreaming is going to have the ability to affect you. Because you'll see that dreamt tiger as a real tiger, because you're seeing it from a real dreamt object. You believe you're real, and therefore it lends itself to that. That's fucking real. When you wake up, you're not afraid of the dreamt tiger anymore. Yeah? Because you realize it's not so. What happened? Did you suddenly get filled with reality when you were not real? No. You were real all the time. Something was obscuring that clarity... And now the obscurity has been seen through. It doesn't mean like there was a big shipment of clarity that came in. The clarity was always available at all times. I was taking myself to be something that was precluding me or blocking me off from that recognition, that simple, minor, all-there-is-about recognition. Yeah? That one little, quote-unquote, missing ingredient that's not missing, If you entertain the possibility, it can change your whole freaking life. Yeah, Second by second. You'll see anew. You'll have ears to hear and eyes to see. All that stuff they say in all these different scriptures, they'll start resonating with you in its own way for you. It'll be an intimate experience, just like the big book of recovery is an intimate experience for me. Because everything that it talks about, the problem, I've intimately experienced. And now, all of its descriptions of the solution, that I've intimately experienced. So, one of the b- basic things the Course in Miracles talks about is that you and I give everything all the meaning it has. So, for something to seem to be real, it must be reality giving it that meaning. Yes. For something to really seem real, it must be getting that quality from reality. I would imagine. Where is it else? Where is it getting it? If it's not real, yeah. If one day something seems so real to you, and then the next day it doesn't seem real at all to you, and then the next day it seems real to you again. Does does it have the reality and then lose it and then gain it again? Or is it reality giving it that meaning? I would say it's reality, you and I, giving it the meaning. Even if you don't know if if you believe it or not, entertain it. Maybe you'll see. Maybe it will resonate for you. And what will happen? Find out. Find out what will happen. My experience, I've traveled lighter over a long period of time. <laughs> and in hindsight, basically that's all I was ever looking for. Yeah. I wanted to have I had a sense of it when I was a kid, and in a way I wanted to return there. And this is the closest I've ever gotten to it because the idea of time doesn't have the same constraints it had on me as I was a young adult into age yeah? when I was a kid time wasn't having any influence on me basically yeah. the idea I wasn't thinking about meditation retreats when I was three years old or four years old or prayer because I was in a living prayer I was in it I was in what we pray to Yeah. what happened? The mind grew into something else, this idea of being a self, yeah? You know, a long lasting independent separate entity. And then all the shit hit the fan. I started feeling uncomfortable in my own skin when I wasn't feeling that way when I was a kid. <laughs> Suddenly I'm uncomfortable in my own skin, going into first grade, paralyzed by fear of what other people thought of me. What the fuck? When I was three years old, I was shitting anywhere I wanted. You know, was right there, you know, throwing up. I didn't care what anyone thought of me, you know. What I mean? Suddenly, it still became so important my face that I lost my ass. The beautiful news is, you never did lose your ass. That's the beautiful news. None of it ever really truly happened, yeah, it just appeared to do. Yeah? So this is it. It's a simple invitation. The mind, if, my mind is curious, like when I was a kid, and it likes it, it, likes to run with stuff. And man, this has been just a really good download for me. It's just sort of uh, instead of like trying to buy a house with big. Windows, I just live I live free range outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need windows. <laughs> I got a big wide open window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely statement in the course to make everyone feel really good. I swear, it's one of the most beautiful things. Because I read it the other night, it brought it back to me, and I can't say it correctly probably, but they talk about that we're the dreamer of the dream. Yeah? Here. We're, dream, we're the dreamer of the dream. We forgot that we're the dreamer, and we, which is reality, the reality. we given, and we've given it, by, in that forgetfulness, we've given everything we dreamt the power to affect us. In other words, we've lent reality to things that aren't real. We lend our own reality to things that aren't real. Yeah? By forgetting that we're the dreamer of the place. Yeah? Somehow we become identified as the dreamt object. And so, because we have that quality of realness, it seems as real as real can be. Yeah? And it says, you know what's going to happen? You're going to start... He says, when you're not going to be rushed out of this whole situation. What's going to happen is... This information is going to come into this place that isn't a place, yeah? That is going to appear as a solution where there's no need for a solution. And that solution is going to cause you, yeah? In this life, to get happier. So you're going to dream yourself out of a dream. And as you're dreaming yourself out of it, in other words, you're not going to rush into reality, in a sense, the dream's going to get happier. Yeah? What a beautiful statement. Now, if you look at your life, since you've heard this idea or whatever, you'd have to admit it's probably gotten layered. So your dream is getting, the dream is getting happier. And I can totally vouch for that in my own experience. The dream has gotten incredibly happy. I'm healthier now, as an old dude, an older dude, than I was when I was younger. So much stuff has shifted even in this event, like my girlfriend can say I look totally different than when she met me. I went to a whole different uh, realignment on the physical level as part of the as part of the byproduct of this yeah? It's been freaking mind-boggling. It really has yeah? and the dream just gets happier and happier. What a, what a great deal. Why wouldn't it? you're dreaming yourself out. You're what gives everything the reality it seems to have. Yeah. So you can give this moment the reality that it so rightly deserves, which is in all there is. And then you'll be engaged, your interest and attention will be at the right table to get the meal that's offered for you. Yeah. Not the pit table of starvation and deprivation, whatever in uh, the past, and not the hopeful, hopeful, happy meal you're going to get in the future, but what you need. Your your exact the invitation is tailor made right where you are, right this moment. And if your interest and attention is here to receive it, you'll get what you need. Yeah. That I've seen it hasn't failed in over years and years and years and years. And things that you thought you were conveniently avoiding, if your idea or sense is you want to go for it, then things that you were avoiding, it's sort of like we were talking about last night. This, this, this movement, whatever you want to call it, is like a housekeeper. You call them up and you say you want to get your house clean. They come over and then when you, you're gonna say, Oh well, I want you to do the bedroom, they'll go right where the shit is. Life will go right where the real shit is. And then you'll have to sort of then what you've been conveniently avoiding will come to the surface because love, love is saying, just this is not let's move right through it, you know? It's time to give up these old ghosts. Open the fucking closet deal with the things, make amends about your past that seems to hold you in this reference or remembrance of this old view. Gets free from it, man. And so now you've got this oomph moving in your life and things you don't didn't want to deal with come up and in the dealing with them, freedom. Freedom ensues. And then you have now a new faith. You're like on an operating table and your job is just not to get up. Yeah? You intended it. You want this. If you want it, Buckle up because this power has the ability to definitely, definitely <laughs> carry it through. Yeah? Yes, that's what I think. It's nice going back to the course though, because it, it had a lot to do. It, With tickling what I already was, you know, in a way that really made sense to me.